You're listening to the Coach's Journey Podcast. Exposing the struggles and celebrating the successes in the life of coaches who are action takers and creating authentic impact in today's world. Whether you're just starting out, expanding your reach, or exploding your impact, you're in the right place right now. Stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Now, here are your hosts of the Coach's Journey Podcast. I can give you a set of questions that might be really powerful, quote unquote, really powerful, but it might not land at all when you're asking me or anybody is asking them. So I'm actually less interested in what kind of question. We'll give some examples of questions, but I think the power of the questions comes from the coach because a few things need to be set up there. Like we don't want to assume that because I've gone the same questions that other very advanced coaches had asked and I've learned it in these seminars. And then I would go and ask the client, it wasn't landing wasn't yeah. working as well. And I was like, what, what the hell's going on? And I realized that a few things needed to be in place. First of all, presence is a huge piece because if your thought is saying, well, what is the next question I'm going to ask? And you're not paying attention to the, to the client, it's probably not the right question. And that just means that before you get into any kind of session, your energy matters a lot, which means where, where is your energy focused on? Are you dealing with a bunch of stuff? Your thoughts are all over the place, your energy all over the place. Um, And are you doing any kind of prep work to deal with that? And that becomes really important. And when you're in the session, are you really focused on the client or are you focused on asking the right questions? Because if you're focused on asking the right questions, you're probably not going to ask the right questions. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, that's one of the most anxiety provoking aspects of coaching is this balance between I want to be fully present and sometimes when I'm fully present and then the client gets done talking, I'm like, oh crap, like I don't know where I'm going to go now. Like, and I feel like I'm scrambling, like, oh, you know, trying to figure out where to take it. And so, so for me, that's, that's, a that's probably the, the, the biggest challenge I have is staying present and having a plan for where we're going to go or where, where the next thing is. So, so that's an interesting dichotomy or or not a dichotomy, but duality. Yeah. And I think it just, again, it comes down to, so if a client is sharing something, I guarantee you like within what they're sharing, there is something to dig into. There is something to go towards. And if you actually, if somebody actually doesn't know, a coach doesn't know which way to go, I think the best way is, so actually yesterday, I'll share this example. Yesterday, I had a discovery call with someone and uh, I've known this person for a while and I had had booked this strategy call with them and uh, I knew a little bit about his background. So I asked him like, how's the family, everything, and what are you excited about? And as he starts sharing, he gives me the news that they just got the news that a couple of weeks ago, his nine-year-old daughter got leukemia. Oh my goodness. And... I'm just listening to that and I don't know which direction to take that conversation to because originally when we had booked the session, he was looking for some clarity and that's the direction I was planning to go towards. But I simply am like, you know what, that, that's incredibly tough. Thank you for sharing that. I know we were thinking about going towards clarity that you were seeking in your life and this new news has come in. What would serve you today? Because I really don't know which direction will support you. Mm-hmm. And he literally laid it out where he needed help. And that's that kind of 
it's important to know that we don't need to know which way to take the clients. A lot of times if we're confused, we can just literally say that. What would actually serve you? And I've also tested this on my recurring sessions. So I used to do weekly sessions. Now, I think the sessions, the recurring sessions that I have where they're recurring, it's bi-weekly is the most I would do, which are fewer clients that are locked for me. Most of my one-on-one is actually one-on-one monthly. So it's actually hard to kind of follow a framework with that. Mm-hmm. So I actually spent about 10, 15 minutes checking in and seeing what's going on with different parts of their life. And then I'll literally ask you, like, well, among all these things, what, what do you think will support you most? What would, what would you like to create? What would serve you mm-hmm. in our call today? And they get to make the decision. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because I was actually scared of that. I'm like, well, I don't want to go there because I have a framework. And it's like in a month has passed by, a lot of things happen. And I don't know what their priority is, right? I could give them the topic or the framework. And I might, and I will share that, but would this serve you? Or would you like to go through one of the things that you shared? And almost always the client will be like, yeah, that, I'd like to focus on this because this is the area I'm, I'm having difficulty. Yeah. And I want to work through. As you were talking about that, it reminded me of some of the experiences I had as a psychologist. And I've certainly grown over the last number of years as I've kind of transitioned out of one field and into the related field of coaching. And so I think it's around the expectation or the expectations we set with our clients around the purpose and function of coaching. And one of the things I love about coaching and a lot of the coaches that we surround ourselves with, the folks in our community, in the coaching mastery community, is there's a very intentional purpose around coaching, which sometimes, sometimes any therapist listening to this, certainly it's not all the time, but sometimes there's an ambiguity around the purpose of mental health counseling or mental health therapy. Uh, People go because it's, they're supposed to go or they know, you know. But there's not necessarily a lot of clarity as to the actual outcome, which is kind of interesting. Anyway, the reason I bring that up is, is simply that I've, I've had quite a few clients that have told me that they would go to somebody for help and talking with them and the person would, would listen, but there wasn't a lot of direction outside of that. And so they felt like they were sharing their story and sharing all these things going on, but then were left unchanged and kind of in their original issue, original problem. So I think this, again, highlights the importance of questions. We need to be present. We need to listen well. But then the questions that we choose to ask and the direction, because our questions ultimately focus our clients in a direction. And certainly we can change that as we go, but our our questions are what lead our clients to potential change. Yeah. opens the door for a different perspective, a, you know, kind of a bunch of different things. So having intentionality as a coach around the the goals of the coaching and with the client, I think is is a, is pretty critical as well and ultimately guides the questions in addition. Yeah. And that's why I, I think coaching, if you're looking at it, and there's this one interview I watched of Brendan Burchard. Forget who is it with this lady. Forget forget her name, but she asks like she said something about coaching and he's like, listen, I don't get paid to teach people. I get paid to help people create results. Mm-hmm. That, that was Brendan Burchard's answer around what, what differentiates coaching. 
like all the concepts and everything that in personal growth and development and leadership, all that stuff, people can find it anywhere. And especially when I'm, when you start to work with people who have been on that journey for a little bit, you'll find that they know quite a bit. You don't need to. And, and I've been in different situations where I've been coached. A lot of coaches will kind of hammer in concepts without assuming that I don't know that, for example, with me. And then almost always the feedback was that, how did you know that I didn't know anything about that? Mm-hmm. or I didn't know it at the level that you did and trying to, it sounded more like advice, but there was no question around it as around, well, how would this support me in my life? So Vizal, as you're coaching with a client and let's say that they bring up an issue, let's do something super tangible. Like let's say they're struggling with their weight that, and that's part of their overall thing. I just can't seem to lose weight. And your mind or a coach's mind might be wondering, well, do they know like some of the logistics around nutrition and around exercise and how those actually impact one's weight? So those are like the logistical teaching moments. And then there's a lot of, there's certainly some other questions around that. How would you, how would you marry the two? Or how would you deal with the fact that maybe there's some knowledge that they're missing, but you're not sure if they're missing it First, you know, leaving that portion out? I think that question has the answer within it. I would want to know more. And one of the easiest questions you can ask is like, what, what have you tried so far? And they will tell you what they've tried. And as they start to share, you will know that what's happening and then they'll share their frustrations. And then you can also ask the question in terms of, so after they shared, I've tried this and this, and I've tried this five different things. I'm like, okay, great. What has worked so far in that process? Because I guarantee you, there are some things that have worked. And they either are not consistent with it, something that is off with the way they're doing it, or they haven't focused on it, or they don't have habits or reminders around it. So they will say a bunch of stuff that has worked. Like, do you think you're doing that right now? And almost always, this is the most amazing thing that people are not consistent with what they're doing. What, and then you can go towards what, uh, what doesn't work, what hasn't worked. And then you can go towards, and then within that discovery process, you'll, you'll get a good picture of what they've tried, what hasn't worked, what are their frustrations, what can work. And from that process, you will know which direction to go, but it's very hard to say which direction this is going to go because they might have a gap in knowledge. And that's where, where you can, you can share perspective. You can share insight, you can share a story and, but you will still need to go back to them and say, how do you think this applies to your life? How do you think this applies to your context? And that's the differentiation between coaching and just giving advice or perspective. It's really interesting. In the Coaching Mastery community, we have a coaching chain where those of us in the membership, we coach somebody for like a period of time and we get coached and then we continually rotate. So we're always getting coached by somebody else every few months to be able to expand our perspective of what it's like to be coached by different things. And we're able to coach other people. And so we can mix things up and we get the benefit of different personalities and different life experiences. It's pretty cool. One of the first coaches, I think it might actually have been the first coach that I was coached by in the coaching mastery community. Um, And I was her first coaching client. She's in the health industry. She's a, a very, very good professional, has done a lot of work, but was just kind of adding this piece to her business. And I remember that one of the things she would do is she would kind of, well, she would talk at me, kind of problem solve, but kind of telling me, oh, well, you should try this and this and this. 
And she is extremely knowledgeable about, you know, the health industry and the things to do to get the results and stuff like that. Well, I have the privilege of getting coached by her again right now, now a few years later, and it's a very different experience. She is doing an amazing job at doing exactly what you're talking about, Faisal, and asking me like, well, what have you tried? What are you working on? What do you think is worth continuing? What do you think, you know, you want to put more effort into doing or what do you think, you know, isn't working? And so she asked me all those questions. So it's really cool because I've been able to see her growth and I've given her that feedback of where she started out as a newer coach, where it's easy to just kind of give, give examples, give answers. Also as a newer coach, and again, I mean, we can, we can fall into this no matter how new or seasoned we are, but sometimes it's easy to think, oh, well, if I just tell them, so give them some answers, then I will be more credible or people will look at me as, you know, more like I know what I'm doing rather than asking a lot of questions, which can leave a vulnerability in our confidence and credibility in, in the beginning of our journey. So anyway, that's, that's just something I've noticed that kind of the growth in this coach and and I think it's it's just easy for us to fall into that. I'll just, you know, if I tell them this and this, and, and we have this vision that everything's going to change in their life and they're going to be like, Sherry, you're an amazing coach. I love you, you know? Yeah. And, and so two things in there. One, the coach in that picture is focused on themselves that I'll be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's not focused on the client. And and second, and this is the problem with advice, typically, like even at, outside of coaching, like when you meet somebody like a relative or somebody, you share a problem that you're talking about something, all of a sudden you hear like a barrage of you should do this, you should do this, you should do that. The, here, the problem that like there's nothing wrong with the advice itself. The problem is it's like throwing a dart in the dark <laughs> and hoping that it'll hit. Yeah. you don't know what like the context you don't know what's actually happening and while consulting can actually be very powerful within coaching because i actually went through a certification recently it was called a certified business coach by ever coach mind valley and what they've done is they've combined coaching and consulting but you will find so half the program was focused on the coaching principles the other was it was most consulting with teams and corporate organizations So what they found was that coaching can be really powerful to kind of help them think through their culture and their teams, how they're setting up their systems. But to accelerate the process, they do need some key foundational principles and what works in business to kind of move them along. Yeah. So we would still bring, for example, ideas around how a vision can help them move something forward. So we would, the consulting piece is the vision that we will walk you through this thing but before that, you're doing a lot of discovery around what's happening with your vision, or do you know it? Every if when you interview every team member, you find out like what's happening in their mind, or they're clear about it before you dump a tool. Mm-hmm. But that becomes a perspective, a tool that that helped them kind of accelerate the process. And I found the reason why I went towards that because I found a lot of coaching is like that sometimes. Is that especially if you're working with a niche, you will find certain patterns you'll find certain pattern where they have similar, for example, I work with multifamily investors. One of the big patterns is that they don't know how to connect and build teams. It's like 90% of them. They don't know how to connect with other people and they have all sorts of reservation. We talked about that in the collaboration conversation that we had. You're listening to the Coach's Journey Podcast. 